0: It's on the table. Uh, Chuck let me ask you this Ask wait grandpa How do you feel about Jared Leto let the <laughs> all Oh my god I can't wait
1: to talk about that later In god Vince the please. please.
0: <laughs> let
1: the all I think he's lying a lot To people god It only takes 30 on. seconds
0: to go to Mars <sighs> I Have so much hot links in my belly right now <laughs> Hot links <laughs> is that a, a <clears> Oh <throat> ah. <laughs> uh,
1: Biscuiteers, welcome, welcome, welcome. This is not NPR. This is not the radio station that plays only Zimbabwe Ska music.
0: This ain't your daddy's public access. (laughs) 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 We are non
1: profit, educational KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. And you got it dialed right on into the Biscuits and Gravy show. Biscuits and Gravy, we got radio smothered and covered.
0: Right, and uh, we should mention that we're not recording in the studio at KKU. Because of COVID, bro! So we are in the Biscuit Bunker once again. Mm, deep down in the Biscuit Bunker in beautiful downtown Kihei! And it feels kind of good, because i got to say, the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm enjoying... Uh, Recording in the air conditioning, yeah, as, it's, a, it's as opposed also to recording in my the sweat box.
1: Yeah, because th- not all the bunker is air conditioned. The airflow doesn't go evenly. Right. No. <laughs> right. No. So
0: we are, thanks to uh, a gracious uh, donation from v- listeners like you <laughs> and uh, Governor Chris Christie, Yep. we were able to record out in the wonderful, luxurious AC, and I feel so good. Uh, air conditioning is great. That's probably the best part about living in Hawaii, is how... Uh, that's how air conditioning, air conditioning. <laughs> 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 Well i mean it's free if you have you know like solar panels yeah it's but, free for somebody but else But then you have to you have to ask Hawaii. Everything's free
1: if you're a communist, Vincent Fogg. You have to
0: ask the electric company if you're allowed to put up solar panels, to which they say no. No, no, you're (laughs) not allowed. No. Free
1: enterprise. No. (laughs) We're out
0: of bear claws.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All I have is this one box of one dozen starved, crazed weasels. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe.
0: So, Chuck, I got a question for you.
1: Oh, do you?
0: What's, going on? What's, going on? what's your favorite marvin Gaye song
1: on? it's probably yeah, what's going on
0: uh, how about what's your favorite four non-blonde song uh i would have to say what's
1: up I, said, hey.
0: what's going on? I was watching an episode of that show the umbrella academy <laughs> and there's a <laughs> I'm scene sorry, what are you 14 and your stepdad doesn't talk to you enough <laughs> exactly <laughs> and there's a scene where they're all like dancing and hanging out uh Tell in, me about it. In, in s- they're all separated, but they're dancing and listening to the same song. And it reminded me of that scene from, what was it? Eight? eight?
1: Oh, my God! That sexy scene where they all have sex with each other. Where they're
0: all having sex Sense8. telekinetically. <laughs> Sensei! <that's laughs> Which was by the Wachowski siblings. The Wachowski now, siblings. since then, they both did the snip Snips. Okay, so first they were the the Wachowski brothers yep. when they made the Matrix movies. They had
1: penises for the Matrix.
0: Then one of them became a girl.
1: Yep, positive and negative.
0: Uh, and so they were the the Wachowski siblings mm-hmm. because one was a boy Preach and one it. was a girl. Preach it, bro. I think that was around the time that they did Cloud Atlas. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. And now uh, they're coming out with another movie, and they're both girls. Yeah. So dude. now they're the they're the Wachowski sisters. So they've made the full transformation.
1: So not only have they found how to make really great movies, but they've found uh. themselves. <laughs> yeah, so I'd say, you, Vin, Vince would say that the more penis the better their movies were.
0: <laughs> the more Keanu Reeves butt that I get to see, the better.
1: Uh, he has a cute butt, dude. <laughs> they show it a little bit uh. in the Matrix. <laughs> Asian dudes aren't normally known for having but cute like butts.
0: The second the second Matrix movie starts off with a like a zoomed in shot of Uh, Neo's butt. Oh, that's his butt? His naked butt. I'm like, I don't want to see that. However, Lost in Translation, the very first shot in the movie Lost in Translation is Scarlett Johansson's butt. That I approve of 100%. I know. That's like
1: the only reason they did the movie.
0: (laughs) Uh, You know what else I approve of? Hanging out at your house last night and uh, having dinner. Oh, yeah. You cooked up a nice dinner.
1: I don't know if you guys have ever got a sous vide machine, but uh, it looks like an erotic device, and you put meat in a bath. It does look like a giant vibrator. It does, and it has a little that little uh, Not that there's anything wrong with that. That goes on the side, too. <laughs> a little tickler. Today's show is presented in a part by Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center. For when your speech skills are a little rocky,
0: and also by Beyonce's homemade preserves, I don't think you're ready for this jelly.
1: I don't think you're ready for this jelly.
0: And then we also played Yahtzee last night, and mm. I didn't—I didn't, you got I didn't Yahtzee, know this. You Yahtzee son of a— bee. But here's here's a secret uh, technique for winning Yahtzee. Just get a bunch of Yahtzees. Yeah. (laughs) I don't think anybody caught on to that. No. But if you want to win Yahtzee, all you have to do is just roll a bunch of Yahtzees. I think also the correlation of. I don't know why you guys weren't doing that. Yeah, we were just not rolling enough (laughs) Yahtzees. Seems like an obvious strategy.
1: Coming up on the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge, Buffalo.
0: And and that's where we
1: prove that we are actually a nonprofit educational
0: program. That's when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. I feel ultra-dumb lately, actually. I don't know if it's just too hot lately or all the abuse or sun I've been getting. It's because we haven't been recording enough of our educational radio. Oh, uh, of course. Well, we are going to talk about some educational stuff. We're going to talk about the
1: post office and Abraham Lincoln later. Wait, Abraham Lincoln? And I can't mention Abraham Lincoln without mentioning one of our newest sponsors, Andrew Jackson's Eye Drops. Biscuits and gravies presented in a part by Andrew Jackson's eye drops. Guaranteed to get the red out. And hey, <laughs> Vince, have yeah. you ever used Andrew Jackson's eye drops? I have. Well, you'll have a trail of tears.
0: <laughs> With Andrew Jackson's eye drops. <laughs> Today's show is also brought to us by Justin Trudeau's Real Bread, because Real Bread can only come from a Trudeau. That's Trudeau. Uh so I think the one thing that I did want to start off talking about at the top of the show what? was uh have you what do you know about Jared Leto?
1: Oh, but Jared, Le- is it, I don't know enough if it's Jared Leto or Jared Leto. Jared
0: Leto. I know
1: that I used the excuse of microwaving Ben and Jerry's to eat it faster because I read about it once in a Vanity Fair article about Jared Leto. Was he it was like gaining he was trying to gain weight for a role? For that movie, Chapter 27, which is one of two terrible movies that came out in the same year about the assassination of John Lennon. Okay. Uh, of course not the Russian John Lennon but the Beatles, John
0: Lennon. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Russian... Vladimir! That was Vladimir, that. not John. Yeah. That's <laughs> um, like John Stalin, the Beatle, not the... <laughs> 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 so, yeah, uh, anybody that knows anything about Jared Leto knows that he was in Fight Club. Uh, he won an Oscar for his performance in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, yeah. That was that movie where him and... Um, What's his name? Had Matthew AIDS. McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey have AIDS. They got AIDS for a role, which is, I'd say, that's really method. Yeah, talk <laughs> about method acting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he also has started his own cult, and the people in the cult. I just found out about this this week. The people in the cult are called the Echelon. Whoa, which really? Is also, like a the Thirty Seconds echelon. to Mars song. So he's not. He's ch- he's an actor, that but he's like also easy cult. He's also in this in the band Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yep. Um. And so, I mean, like... How Har- has he mastered space technology so much, Vincent <laughs> Where it only takes 30 seconds to get to Mars? I know. Well, if you want to pay uh, hundreds to thousands of dollars, you can go to his personal 30 Seconds to Mars Island, also called Camp Mars. Don't Camp <laughs> Mars? Don't Google Camp Mars. <laughs> well, you know what? Let me Google Camp Mars. Hold on. Because the first thing when you Google <laughs> Camp Mars that comes up is... I'm gonna guess uh, a gay porn island. It's a gay uh, campsite in Florida Ooh. for for gay men. Isn't that Camp David? <laughs> um, so yeah, apparently Disney you can, used to have you can go to this island. Uh, it's you can it's a couple hundred bucks, but then if you want to do like a VIP pass, it's like thousands of dollars, like up to five thousand dollars, and that doesn't include pictures with the band. So you have to pay even more is money. Is the whole
1: band in it or just him?
0: I think the whole band is in it. Is the whole band is that a cult or are they just full of themselves? Well, he also, he I mean, also walks around in, you, in, in all white robes and they sit, they sit around and listen to him speak and they call him a prophet. So it kind of <laughs> is a cult. Here, give me $5,000. prophet. <laughs> so I was thinking about, um, you know, like Charles Manson was in a band um there's there's actors and acting coaches that have started their own cults so i think being an actor and in a band puts him in the perfect position cult of personality to be in a to be a cult leader so it got me thinking about other actors slash musicians and i started thinking about jason schwartzman who's in phantom planet
1: now would jason schwartzman make a good cult leader
0: Mm, I don't think so. I don't think he's as charismatic or good looking as Jared Leto. I think uh, part uh, of it is that Jared Leto actually looks like Jesus. Quantifiably, <laughs> Jared Leto is more <laughs> handsome. He's definitely quantifiably hotter and more bangable. Um, yeah. But he and is. You, but we want to
1: hear your thoughts on d- it. If you think Jared Leto is more bangable than Schwartzman, give us a call at, Jason Schwartzman at 808
0: 873 <laughs> 3435. I almost gave Mattress Firm to Talk to Tony Tutokes. <laughs> he wants to hear all about. The yeah. bangable Jason Schwartzman. You heard it here um, first, folks, on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. You know who else is also an actor who's in a band? Gary Sinise. Gar- of course, Gary <laughs> Sinise. He's in the Lieutenant Dan band. They and do a lot of covers. he's in the uh, 30 Seconds to Mission to Mars. So, <laughs> ah! <laughs> so maybe you and I can start a, a Lieutenant Dan cult. I would love to we'll, start we'll a, be a Lieutenant the, Dan we'll cult. We'll be the Danites.
1: <laughs> Today's show is presented in a part by, oh, Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle. For nephews and nieces, <laughs> you need some nieces.
0: And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's Wholesale Brown Pigment. Get your next Umberbatch from Cumberbatch. I'm talking to you, Kirk. I've been watching
1: a lot of documentaries on cults, and most of them are not cool. Most cults are like rich people. They're just there to like, you know, molest little kids or whatever. Look
0: it up, by the way. Everyone's <laughs> terrible. Uh, so we'll talk, we'll talk more about cult documentaries on uh, spoiler alert later on. Mm-hmm. But for right now, why don't we do a little mini Gluttony Club? I would love to dive into Gluttony Club, man. I keep burping. I got nothing I'm, I'm tasting all these delicious comedy corner, hot right? links. Yeah, I mean, there's not that much comedy going on.
1: Currently, the Biscuits and Gravy train is not stopping at Comedy Corner due to COVID. No comedy shows. <laughs> due to COVID,
0: the, the comedy train has been shut down. But yeah, let's do a little mini Gluttony Club because I had such a good time at your house last night. You cooked up Denver Steaks.
1: Denver Steaks, which, bro. Which, because
0: your girlfriend just came back from Colorado, I thought that they were steaks from Denver, but it <laughs> turns out that's not that's, what they it's are. a cut of meat. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So apparently Denver Steaks are a cut of meat that are that has been gaining popularity recently. Yeah, because they, they come didn't from used to the be. chuck, but they're really tender. And they, they come cue, from you?
1: Let's cue up the music for <laughs> Gluttony Club, everybody. Okay. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I am Chuck Sauce. Vincent Fodi. we are sitting down now talking about the greatest part of life, the celebration of food. And all things food-related in a little segment we like to call Gluttony
0: Club. Gluttony Club is when you eat as much food as you can, and then as soon as you can't eat or breathe anymore, you say, bring on the bread pudding. And last night it was brownies, but holy lord, I've, uh... And now that Trish and Chino are back on island... We can actually do a Gluttony Club. uh, All we have to do is wait for a restaurant to open up, Mm. uh, where we don't have to go wear face masks. Or we should just do a big a big feast at somebody's house. Yeah, but no more than eight people.
1: Which (laughs) is kind of like the greatest part about COVID is if someone ever gets butt hurt
0: for not hanging out, you're like,
1: the governor said we couldn't do it, and they don't know which governor we're
0: talking about. (laughs) (laughs) It was a governor. A governor. (laughs) It was Governor Chris Christie. Yeah. (laughs) Equality Club is presented
1: in part by McCulley Culkin's Calk Guns. No one handles calk like McCulley Culkin. Macaulay Culkin Calk Guns. Don't
0: remodel your home alone. <laughs> and today's show is also brought to us by Harvey Firestein's Grill Lighters. When you think flaming, think, think Feierstein.
1: biscuits and gravy is presented in a part by an endowment from <laughs> Pierce Brosnan's Earrings. From golden eye to
0: golden ear, get pierced. And we should also give a shout-out to Martha Stewart who provided the recipe for the vegetables that you made last night and the brownies and the brownies so
1: our girls separately we keep them in cages and don't let them talk to each other right both used Martha Stewart living tips now we are talking about this work i like Alton Brown a lot too because Martha Stewart Alton brownies Alton brownies <laughs> I like chefs that go into the reasons behind science. it, the science behind it, and they have all the tips and tell you why stuff doesn't turn out. With science. Right? They blinded me with science. So uh, shout out to the real chefs there that make things relatable. Now, Gluttony Club, mm, last night was a gluttonous night. Got to start off with a cheese board. Anyone listening to the show, any biscuiteers, gravy gals out there, you know how much Chucky T over here loves his charcuterie. Of course. Now, we are plowing through. You and I bought, like, a uh, pig quarter that was cured, right? <laughs> a on We bought a jamon. hamon. 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 on it. And we still have some left, even
0: though we bought this months ago. I know. We. I finally just finished up the rest of the on. We made a, another carbonara. Uh, I did so much carbonara. I then. am willing to say that the carbonara that I make using the on is the best carbonara so good. that I've ever had. And It's jamon. just got that naturally salty, that cured flavor. It's and some so parts yummy. of it are more chunky than others. Right, when you like get prosciutto, ribbons. it's always thin sliced, whereas the on because you're slicing it yourself, you can cube it. I like to cube it up, oh, and that's when it's uh, a big just kind of cubism. so delicious. Mm. Um, in addition to Gluttony Club...
1: We had some jalapeno poppers last night, bro. Oh, the,
0: the bacon-topped oh, jalapeno poppers. yeah. Wait you saying? Do you hear that, Chuck? Oh, I Do you hear that sound? Is this
1: a Biscuit and or Gravy News this inside is of a Gluttony Club present? I'm
0: using Gluttony Club to segue into Biscuits and or Gravy News because I'm just so hungry, ah! I don't want to stop talking about the Biscuits. you fan, been, dun, dun, hunger strike. Wait, hey, what? I'm hungry <laughs> like the wolf. Hungry like the wolf. Now, <laughs> hungry like the wolf. Everybody knows Biscuits and or Gravy News. You know, Duran Duran
1: used to dress up and set up Duran Duran Lookalike Contest just so they could win.
0: Really? That Talk about starting a cult. I know uh, Charlie Chaplin entered a Charlie Chaplin lookalike contest. And, and lost! And he came in like third place. Yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, pretty I would, awesome. A Charlie
1: Chaplin cult would be great because no one
0: would talk about it. <laughs> Biscuits and or Gravy News is brought to us by Helen Hunt's Rifles. Her rifles are as good as it gets. Biscuits and Gravy News is presented in part by Reggie Watts light bulbs.
1: Brighten your day
0: with Watts. So biscuits and/or gravy news is when we cover all the biscuits and/or gravy-related news that the lamestream media refuses to cover. It's a world we live in here, Vincent Fodi The lamestream media—they the, just keep covering it up
1: to report on the good stuff that Americans want to hear about. Okay? No. no they're always me just me right telling me. you like, oh, a cop shot an innocent black person in the back 19 times," and they're totally getting away with it because cops all they do is beat up people and murder black people for no reason. And is that and really, really like, newsworthy? <sighs> Come on, news. Stop. Starting to you do a race riot, okay. You should be talking
0: about, riot, okay? the be talking about right Yeah! The bit one more time! The biscuit is right here. Biscuit is right here. Uh, All right, let's get into biscuits and or Gravy News. Biscuit check. and or Gravy News. I got a great one for you. You there's, better, bro. There's a restaurant, a new restaurant opening up in Leesburg, Virginia. Ooh. Leesburg, Virginia, which is on the westernmost side of Virginia. Mm. Uh, it's called Buford's Biscuits. Buford's Biscuits. And uh, this place sounds awesome. It's a biscuit-themed restaurant. Can where I get a B cup of gravy? They have a lot of, like, sandwiches and stuff like that. They do a Nashville... A uh, hot chicken sandwich that's served with coleslaw between two biscuits. Of course, it's, it looks extremely delicious. We were talking about Nashville chicken pretty recently on the show. We were. I made some Nashville hot chicken a couple Nashville weeks ago. Son of a it was ditch. so delicious. And here's something new I found out: they marinate their chicken in sweet tea. What? So they do a, hold the phone. They here. do a sweet tea brine. That's got to be like
1: the stonerest thing you could do. I know it sounds I've heard of a steak rub on your or a coffee rub so, on your steak.
0: And I've heard of brining chicken before you cook it, but this is a I sweet tea brine. brine so I guess they must make a sweet tea and then put some salt in there and brine the chicken in the sweet tea, what? which sounds absolutely great. But I I know what you're thinking, Chuck. You're like, "Well, this doesn't sound like biscuits and or gravy news." That's Doesn't matter, bro. That's worthy of this segment. But wait till you find out what else this restaurant is offering. Coming up after the break. <laughs> <laughs> this restaurant, Buford's Biscuits, by the way, th- in the picture, the lady who runs the restaurant, she's wearing a shirt that says, You had me at Biscuits. Which is what we wear. <laughs> which is the shirt that you got me for Christmas, I believe. Yay! Um, this restaurant offers gravy flights. Oh, I saw this! Which <laughs> I think. Gravy flights sounds like something that we made up as a joke. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> like if you and I ran a restaurant, we would offer gravy flights. Of course. Was shots <laughs> of different gravy. You just bring out a bunch of shots of different gravy, but this restaurant actually is offering gravy flights. They offer three different types of gravy: sausage, ham, and mushroom gravy. Ooh. So you can offer you can order a flight of gravy and try all the, all the ham different gravy, types of gravy. Ham gravy,
1: very underrated. Mushroom gravy we all know and love, and give me that sausage gravy, That man.
0: sausage gravy
1: looks I think I think the sausage gravy is a white a gravy. Thanksgiving
0: gravy if they do any turkey gravies man oh i'm sure they probably have seasonal gravies that you can try <laughs> yeah <laughs> like a like seasonal flights? You ever go to maui Bruco and you get the, yeah. the beer flights and
1: i've always thought to myself i wish this was gravy
0: instead of stupid <laughs> stupid beer <laughs> i've always said that myself chuck I like, just drink scotch
1: and gravy instead of beer it's so much better
0: yeah well we did have uh we did have gravy mocktails mm-hmm. or gravy cocktails and um, there's that restaurant at the, that It's fat inside ice cubes, too. Oh, um, that is, is that Lineage? That's Andas. Oh, Andas, Moribotos. right. Morimoto's. <laughs> Man, that sounds. I could go for some of that right now. Uh, all this right. is Anything exciting for news in the world of gravy. Anything else for biscuits and or gravy news? No,
1: and uh, for Gluttony Club, I just wanted to finish off by saying uh, I've been... Buying different types of meats lately. You know, exotic meats, not just the lambs, right?
0: Not just the venisons. But Wagyu, dude, which is normal cow. Oh, yeah. Dude, didn't you buy like like 100 pounds of Wagyu or something?
1: Uh, <laughs> I got a few couples to split a huge chunk of it. So the Denver was from, it was like a chuck cut, and we had someone butcher it up to us. So we had roasts out of it. We had stuff for stews. The first Denver
0: steak I had. Wait, did you was, say you had someone butcher it for us? Yeah, you? We had, yeah. You you <laughs> outsourced your butchering. Yeah, so one of the people in our group
1: was a butcher, so we're <laughs> like, oh, let's get stuff with them. Oh, well, that's and sounds, then our neighbors that's also convenient. have a meat grinder.
0: Ah, oh
1: yeah. Oh, dude, I got a full loin from Costco this week. Dude, I want
0: to get one of those meat grinders that connects to the KitchenAids. Yeah, they're kind of expensive because all KitchenAids it. attachments are expensive, but because it, it does sound like it would be worth it. Dude, making your own ground beef is so yumtown. But, I mean, this Wagyu beef is a pretty high quality of beef, right? Yeah, so even though it was a chuck, which is something you'd usually treat like a roast. So, I mean, do you need to grind, grind something like that? You can. I had made chuck burgers, and they were really good. <sighs> now, is a chuck burger like a chuck dog? <laughs> no, no, I made burgers out of ground <laughs> chuck. I
1: love chuck dogs, though, man. Take a mozzarella stick, roll the meat around it, and grill that baby. And then when the mozzarella melts, you know it's medium rare and it's ready to eat. That's when you know it's
0: done. Oh, man, I could go for a chuck. I was right
1: almost worried that I overcooked the steak last night, and then I saw the girls cut through, and I was like, oh, baby,
0: that ruby <laughs> red. <laughs> yeah, that steak last night was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was great. What was it in the veggies? Good. Was it, like, kale?
1: Yeah, so we did uh, sh- Swiss chard, which I'd never heard of before. Local blue kale. And onions. And the kale had a purpley, bluey look to it. It was huh. really great. Yeah, it looked like a – actually, I'm not going to say what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> So the, the trick is that you uh, take the stems out of the shard and kale first.
0: No stems, no chop, seeds, no sticks. You chop that up with onions, and you cook that in a lot of butter and pepper. <laughs> Just saying that made me want to smoke <laughs> And then, <laughs> <laughs> Like looking around. And then you
1: put in the leafy stuff like way at the end when you're oh, letting the steaks rest. Got to
0: put the leafy stuff on top. So, so I
1: cryovacked end. the Denver steaks, and I vide them for five hours. And 131 degrees, which is pretty rare. I actually think I'll do one Five hours doesn't even sound like that long for sous vide. No. Uh, but thick. the thicker they are, the longer you do them. These were not that thick steaks, so I'm glad I didn't go over. And then you just bathe them in hot butter. And you just keep tossing it and tossing it and drowning it and drowning it in butter and garlic. garlic
0: and butter. Who would have thought garlic, butter, and pepper would Who make... Who would have think that <laughs> cooking something in tons of garlic and butter would make it taste good? I know, it's so bizarre. I can't believe it. I know. So that was Gluttony Club for me, man. And then we ate the dankest brownies. Also,
1: Martha Stewart recipe. Oh, thank you to my girlfriend, Diana, for oh, making this delicious. Lord. And then by the time brownies. you guys left, the brie had pretty much melted, and I was just getting real weird with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just spreading it on yourself? No, I was like, you know people people... Bob for apples. I was just putting my face in the brie. <laughs> Bobbing for brie. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was Gluttony Club slash Biscuits and or Gravy News, which was brought to us by Winona Riders Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think Winona Rider.
1: Coming up the show, we got spoiler alert, conspiracy cookbook. But now it's time for a lovely segment we like to call Morningwood with Vincent Morningwood. That's <laughs> Why is it with me? B&G presents <laughs> Morningwood. You're tuned in gravy. to KKB 88.5, a nonprofit educational radio show here on the
0: island of Maui. Oh, yeah. The Valley Isle. So, that sound in the background means it's time for Morningwood. Uh, and uh, do you got anything for Morningwood um, that you want to speak to? I got a
1: porn parody game for you. Oh, it's, really? It's, it's, it's going to be one, <laughs> one. All right, they made a porn parody of Rambo. What's Ram- it called? Ramho?
0: Yeah! <laughs> 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 Nailed it! <laughs> Nailed it! All right. Oh, dude! All right. I, I'm the king of of porn this parody This is the names. Uh,
1: highest budget porn film in the history of pornography. Oh, you really? And it is a parody of Pirates of the Caribbean. What is it called?
0: Um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, they made a a, a full, and it's full. There's like. Like storyline and everything How about Butt Pirates of the Caribbean. No, it's actually
1: just called Pirates.
0: Oh, well, that's not clever. No, it Mo- should have been called Butt Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah,
1: but then that would be an all. Well, actually, I guess you could go either way. I got called a Butt Pirate or a Butt Pirate once in seventh <laughs> grade by Corey Charlo, and I thought it was an insult. But now I'm kind of like all about it.
0: Butt Pirates of the now, Caribbean the, flickers. Here's the question here with Butt Pirates:
1: Who has the right to the one eye? <laughs>
0: Uh, the brown eye. Holy oh, Lord. Um, yeah, just put an eye patch over that. You're good to go. It could be a scat flick, and it could be a Release the Kraken. <laughs> no, thank you.
1: What did you have for uh, Morningwood today?
0: Well, a couple things. Uh, I've been seeing a lot about the rise of OnlyFans, which we've talked about on the show before. Yeah, which is almost like a girl-powered internet. But, yeah, it's uh, it turns out that... Uh, this whole COVID thing has actually spurned a lot of people into, or spurred a lot of actresses I into.
1: It's that jingle, jingle, Kind of just making As their own porn at home.
0: Because you used to need a whole production company, but now people are just doing uh, content, personalized content at home mm-hmm. on OnlyFans. And because. It's the, revolutionized the, the sex industry. money's worker not going industry, to. The money's not going to you porn. The money's not going to the production companies. The money is going directly to the actresses. Yeah, it's
1: not going to those fat cats in Pornoville.
0: So I mean, now like, it's going to the kitty cats you want. So to anybody to. before, if you wanted to do porn, you'd have to like go get into porn. Yeah. But now you can just set up an OnlyFans account and start. And uh, once you get a couple subscribers, people uh, these these porn stars have been making like like five figures a month. Whoa. Yeah, four or five. In some cases, even six figures a month. So this has totally revolutionized the the at home porn industry, and, and basically all you have to do more is more
1: power to them.
0: Once you have, once you get a bunch of followers on either Snapchat or on Reddit or something like that, you get people to follow you, and then you get them to go to your OnlyFans and. All you need is a, a nice handful of people that find you super attractive and you can start squeezing them for money. Yep, milking them, man. Squeeze
1: that lemon.
0: <laughs> Till the juice runs down my legs. Uh, but what I really actually wanted to talk about. Led Zeppelin banged a bunch of 14-year-old girls, right? Uh, uh, I don't know. No, they totally dated. Probably. Him, uh, there's, I think Led Zeppelin was also known for the mud shark incident. Holy
1: Lord! Which I don't
0: know if that has been How debunked. How
1: that, you know, the set... First of all, that sounds like a dream. Not. I've the, never, I've never the been the one part to. Of it, I've never been one to tell out your stories. And catching out a fish.
0: So uh, I'm not sure if that's true, but just Google mud shark and uh, no, you'll know exactly. No, don't bother. <laughs> okay, don't Google, don't Google mud sharks.
1: But uh, this is great for the sex worker industry, Vincent Fodi, because it this is, is just like currency. It's decentralizing the network. It's putting right. the power back to the people. Just like democracy bottoms up, huh?
0: Now, what I really wanted to talk about this week was I read an article that <laughs> talk- was it from a periodical, <laughs> <laughs> from a peer reviewed study um, about something that's near and dear to my heart, and it's something that we've talked about on the show before. It's the rise of step porn. Yes. Now this we're talking about the rise of step porn here on KAKU KKU eighty eight point five, the voice. Of gravy. Now, I thought step porn was just s- videos of people having sex on the steps. Which I also love. Which, have you ever seen A History of Violence? Oh, oh
1: yeah. There's a super sexy scene in it. Oh,
0: yeah. I think she's wearing like a cheerleader so outfit and Viggo they have sex Arkansas on the steps. Vigo Mortensen doesn't hang Dong in that movie, but he Viggo does. Vigo in- I'm pretty sure you do see him naked in. That movie. What's the as one well as, where um, he's with not from Eastern Russia Promises? Yeah, dude. There's like a
1: five minute like brutal scene in the spa where he's hanging D and beating people up.
0: Yeah, uh, Viggo Mortensen has a lot of self esteem. <laughs> <laughs> hey <laughs> man, he, he is not shy and he hangs a lot of dong in his movies. There's a lot of Viggo Mortensen movies where you can see his wiener. Yeah, um, but wait, what were we talking about? Oh yeah, <laughs> step four. <more. laughs> so this is <laughs> this is not a. a Reference to a history of violence, which is a great movie, by the way. Yeah, Ed Harris, mm-hmm. so good. Viggo Mortensen also really good in that movie, and the scene where they have sex on the steps is really hot.
1: So you're reading an article about the rise of step porn. Now, guys, li- listeners of this Gravy Show, we all know that it, it was okay ten years ago for all the step porn, right? Like out there, right? Oh, I banged my step
0: Yeah, that's okay. And it, which it is pretty also kind of weird. Though, it pretty too? much stopped there, but over the last year or so we've seen a huge uptick in porn that f- that is centralizes around stepbrothers and stepsisters
1: it's almost too much and it's it's Which, typical script too like the stepsister is like oh no you caught me naked you better not
0: tell the parents that we're naked i mean a lot of it me. doesn't really revolve a lot of it is just like they're having sex and then they'll just throw in like Oh by the way, I forgot to mention you're my stepsister. Uh you're the
1: biggest <laughs> <It's not laughs> I've ever seen of my cousin. You're like, "Why are you doing this to me? Can't you just be consensual people getting railed?"
0: So this article was trying to get to the bottom of it yeah, and figure it out why is there has there been a rise in step porn, and it turns out that they were taught. They did talk about some of the some of the side aspects, like the fact that it's kind of <laughs> taboo. Uh, people like stuff that's taboo because it kind of turns them on, and that there was already a market for something like that. And also, they were talking about how maybe Game of Thrones <laughs> might have had something to do with it because Clearly, Game of that's Thrones that's something I could see postulating for sure. Game of Thrones might have had something to do with it because two of the main characters are brother and sister. They're not stepbrother and sister. No, they're brother and sister. They're actual brother and sister. <laughs> (laughs) have sex, which there's... I don't think there's any actual brother and sister sex porn. It's all step porn, which isn't really incest because they're not related.
1: There's tons of brother and sister, you know, taboo stuff out there.
0: Right, but uh, what I... What they... Found out is that it's mostly, which is what I postulated, but I didn't have any information <laughs> to back it up. You postulated
1: and it here first. Just it turns gritty.
0: out that it's mostly being algorithm-driven. Of course, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Right, because UPorn, which course. is the biggest distributor of porn, really UPorn's the biggest, or Pornhub. Okay, Pornhub's good. Por- uh, yeah. I think Pornhub and UPorn are both owned by the same company. They bought them out. Yeah, yeah. D- all the porn, all the porn websites y- are pretty much owned by the Pornhub same company.
1: Is buy- they're like Starbucks. They keep buying up these mom-and-pop porn. (laughs) and running
0: them under their name, but it's all Pornhub. They're like the Walmart of porn. But they also looked at the porn production industry and saw that these porn movie companies were going out of business so they bought those up. Mm-hmm. So porn is actually vertically integrated now where the same people that are distributing the porn are also in charge of making it. So what they do is they look at their algorithms, they see what people are clicking on, and then they take more of they make more of those videos and then they curate the website to show more of those videos because people keep clicking on it. Let me give you an analogy here,
1: biscuits and gravy people. All right, let's say you're a restaurant and you're a server at a restaurant. Somebody asks you what the most popular meal is, and you just say the second most expensive thing on the menu is the most popular, right? Because you're a good server. Of course, and they're going to buy it. Oh, it's not the most expensive thing, of course. Well, then they enjoy it. They tell their friends to get it. People keep buying it. Then it actually does become the most popular thing on the menu.
0: Right, and a lot of of people have been clicking on... Uh, the thing about stepbrother and stepsister porn is if you see, like, two 40-year-old pornography actors and actresses having sex with each other, it's not going to be very believable that these are stepbrother and stepsister, right? Yeah. It's like, why are you 40 years old and still living with your stepsister? Can't
1: they all just be tutoring and then getting hot? so that's more relatable. So
0: most stepbrother and stepsister porn features younger porn star actresses, mm-hmm. uh, and – which I'm all about, and so all the young porn Talk star you, actors, which I mean, talking to you, people are most interested in seeing younger. Porn star actresses. You so go through the, you go through it, you know, and so people are see these videos being made, and they click on it. Not even they just click on the thumbnails, not even reading about it. So most You're people are telling just, me
1: that people pick which porn to watch based on like judging a book by its cover. Right, exactly, and it's not like, reading what it's about or the reviews first. People
0: are just looking at the thumbnails. They see a hot. Uh, porn star they click on that and or they something watch it.
1: about them that turns them on
0: and underneath it might say stepbrother and stepsister but nobody cares that they're stepbrother and stepsister and i'm not watching it for the story i'm watching it for the content sometimes
1: i see that and i see like the the caption might not be what i like so i search for different thumbnails even though i know it's the same movie that doesn't have the same incestuous thing <laughs> just so i can feel better about it yeah um I need a little bit of storyline for it too. I'm not a big Gonzo guy, you know. Like okay, I can go, see that. You you like to just jump right into it, like you halfway know, through. I don't
0: really care about the story. I hate
1: when they're just interviewing them for seven minutes in advance. It's just like four guys. I don't know what's going on there,
0: you know. Uh, well, I've never a lot of seen COVID. That. Porn I've too. never seen that one with four guys in it that you're talking about. But they're like interviewing <laughs> her,
1: and they're all, and then you know, anyway goes. Morningwood
0: is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Rehab Clinic for when you've been addicted. uh, Also, what you said is how it's sort of like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Netflix is doing the same thing where Netflix will say, oh, this is the most popular thing in America. This is the number two watched thing in america today so then they put that on the front page and then people see it and they're like oh this must be really popular so then they watch it and then of course it becomes the most watched thing does it necessarily mean to be
1: good no and because porn is
0: vertically integrated now they look at the algorithm they say oh well everybody's clicking on these links for brother and sister porn and then they're like well what are we going to make now let's make brother and sister porn Uh, that's or step brother that's how we're seeing all this step porn
1: Now, part of it is that they're becoming more self-aware, almost, because, all right, cool, these are my more healthier scenarios, you know what I mean? Yeah. There is one that even Pornhub has dropped from it called, like, and I have to be very careful, revenge porn? Yeah. Like, they got to drop some of that stuff out of there, you know?
0: Yeah, well, revenge porn is just when you break up with your ex and then you post naked pictures of them, right?
1: Mm, no, revenge porn is like, my stepsister won't shut up. This will shut her up.
0: I don't think that's what revenge porn is.
1: If you know what revenge porn is, give us a call at 808-877-3435. All
0: right, well, speaking of Netflix.
1: it's it time to jump on into it?
0: You want to get into one of my favorite parts of I the show? I think it's
1: time to uh, depart from <laughs> Pornoville Station. Speaking of
0: Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> spoiler alert is brought to us by jeffrey tambor's tambourines shake things up hey now jeffrey tambor's tambourines the biscuits and gravy
1: show is presented in part by kim kardashian sunscreen no one knows more about getting
0: pounded by rays biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without support from mark ruffalo's buffalo wings the best way to cure a hulk-sized appetite does mark ruffalo show his butt in a bunch of movies or is that my dreams i, I think this show is but i think that was just a dream that you I had know.
1: My you dreams think, have been ultra weird lately, I the, and I love the them. The Hulk's gotta have a huge dong, right? Dude, but maybe not because maybe it's like wrestlers. Like maybe it gets it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't.
0: Oh, or you think maybe like the same effect that steroids has? Yeah. <laughs> Where he's got tiny little shrunken balls. From or the like, what if radiation? What if it doesn't
1: even get big, even like comparably to the rest of it? If it wasn't, oh, dude. Well, every time I wear purple pants, I'm like, I want to bust out of these, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, Every time my fly is down, and my girlfriend's like, "Hey, your fly's down. You're a disgusting human being." I'm just like, "Baby, it's because I'm so large. I'm busting out." And she's like,
0: mm, "No, mm, your fly's down." Yeah, I've I've been finding that a lot lately. I'll go somewhere, and then like I'll get home, and I'll realize my fly's been down the whole time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't. I think we need more secure flies. Yeah. But I don't know. Should we go button fly? Button flies are a lot of work, though. Ah, man, button fly and corduroy pants. It's
1: a tough world we live in, man. I know. Nothing I mean, to wear them I don't here like as the much. zip.
0: The zipper option isn't great because the zipper it tends to fall down. When was the last time? Also, you got Seinfeld anything? has that joke. Oh. That's the worst. That's the last place where you need interlocking metal teeth. Of course, oh Seinfeld. But button flies are a lot of work. Sometimes it's just annoying to have mm. the button flies. Just faster. Sometimes you need easy, quick access. What's with porn
1: stars not wearing underwear? It's always like wearing jeans and
0: no underwear. And I uh, don't know what's going on there. You ever see porn where they have sex through the through the what, through the jeans? Yeah, or when they're <laughs> wearing
1: Timberlands in the shower.
0: <laughs> like, I've never w- seen that one. Oh, dude, I love it. All right, let's talk about TV, Chuck.
1: Let's talk about TV, baby. Have
0: you seen anything uh, recently worth watching? I, I know I'm, I'm always
1: late to the party. Any movies? But I was plowing through The Outsider on HBO.
0: Oh, right, right, it's right. It's based off
1: a Stephen King novel.
0: I feel like I've spoiled that for you so much that it's okay. It might be hard for you to watch it at this point. All I knew was that Jason Bateman
1: was n- only in the first couple episodes, and that was enough to know. But there's, it was still worth watching.
0: Yeah, I uh, I did enjoy it, and it's it's got some fun characters. There's some shape shifting monsters going on. Um, definitely worth a watch, especially if you're a Bateman fan. I love ba- I love Bateman. He's so good. Yeah, it's too bad uh, he's he's not in it as long as he needs to be.
1: It gets you started though, because if he wasn't in it, there'd be no point in oh, watching the rest. Oh, he gets of me it. started, alright. Oh yeah, he does. Have you <laughs> been watching
0: anything else on HBO? Not
1: much, no. I'm waiting for another episode of. Did you, did of you install HBO Max? No, I haven't. So I don't know if my Roku is broken or what, but it wouldn't even show HBO Max as an option to download. That's also weird. if it smells like farts, it's because I farted.
0: Because I mean, it's the same. It's the same platform as HBO. It's yeah. the same login information Which and everything. It's
1: so funny because I've had South Park taken off of because South Park became part of HBO Max now. Right. It's no longer on Hulu. Because
0: it's owned by it's under the Warner umbrella. So
1: thank God Comedy
0: Central plays South Park like 8 hours a day. <laughs> right. So you still get your daily dose. You forget of South Park.
1: how much you have to watch South Park all the time. It's so good.
0: Oh, I I don't forget.
1: I, it's it's like South Park to me is like taking care of business. I have to like at least watch it before I leave the
0: house. Yeah. Um so yeah, you can watch South Park on HBO Max. Uh, also on HBO Max, that movie American Pickle. I don't know if you got around to watching that. No, I gotta get the girl
1: involved into I it. I definitely.
0: Man. Pick a night, sit around, watch American We've Pickle. been into uh, a lot it of was, horror movies lately. It was pretty good. I like horror movies are not
1: great, man. No, they're not. Like, it's, if you watch a bad comedy a movie, pleasure. like, wow, this is a terrible comedy movie. And then you'll talk about how terrible that comedy movie is, the Love Guru is, for years, right? Right. But horror movies, if they're bad, they're just like any other horror movie. You're like, oh, all right, I wasted my time with this.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of B horror movies out there.
1: Actually, I like to watch B horror movies, and this brings me into a nice segue. Friend of the
0: show, Tooney Two Tokes, loves B horror movies. He likes
1: movies. like the 80s sexy
0: ones too, which I got to
1: say, I agree too. Probably my biggest down part about the Outsiders on HBO is that HBO, known for having great nudity, right? Right. And of course,
0: Stephen King loves Stephen King books. Why? Because he has nudity. a lot of
1: sex in his books, dude. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah,
0: but there wasn't there wasn't hardly any nudity. Hardly in any
1: nudity in the Outsider yet, so who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, uh, Hulu every month releases a horror movie. It's called Into the Dark series, and every month they release a B eighty minute horror movie, and they're pretty cool.
0: It's a new movie, or e- they
1: every month? Yeah, it's a new movie that huh. they make. So huh. if you look it up, they don't really count as movies. I guess it's a mini series, and they're just an episode. They're all under 90 minutes, usually. And some are really creepy. Some are kind of funny. They're usually themed if it is a holiday coming up. Okay. So they had one that may be so bad, it's going to knock off. You know what I force my friends to do every year around Thanksgiving? is Thanksgiving. Watch, watch Thanksgiving. Thanks Killing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bit. I can't even say the quote. Uh, so there's a new one that we saw. <laughs> called Pilgrim, where a woman <laughs> wants to save her family. <laughs> and so she has a pilgrim do a reenactment in their house for Thanksgiving. Okay. But it turns out that he's a psycho and wants to kill everybody. Mm. So if you want to watch. I saw that coming? Oh, I know. So if you want to watch. Oh, man, it's the daughter in it, bro. It's so perky. And you can see her areolas through it. It's mm. so good.
0: It gets everyone going. I love areolas. I do love areolas. Well, if you're a fan of horror, you might also want to be watching Lovecraft Country on HBO. Have Is you seen it any of that? Lovecraft County. I it's, think. I think it's country. Is it country or county? I keep thinking that it's county, but I believe it's actually country. H.P.
1: Lovecraft.
0: Uh, and it's basically a, a horror kind of drama that takes place in a world where Lovecraftian monsters exist and are real. Kthulhu. Um, yeah, hopefully Cthulhu will make an, a, will make an appearance. Um, and Omar from The Wire just showed up in the most recent episode. Anything so.
1: that has anyone from The Wire, it's good. It's a big bump for it.
0: Uh, it's good to go. Like uh, I don't know how I feel about the show. Oh, you know Omar from The Wire's in it. All right. All right, let's find out once and for all.
1: Is it county or country?
0: Lovecraft. Country. It is country. Lovecraft country. I
1: guess that makes more sense. Because
0: county. it's, I thought it was Lovecraft County because it's like a county where all this Lovecraft stuff is going on. Yeah. But it's actually lo- like, oh, that's farming country. It's like, oh, over there, that's Lovecraft country. <laughs> so I, th- I think it's country in that sense, not like an actual country country. Oh, okay. Um, oh, also on HBO Max, they're showing that Nexium documentary oh i'm really excited about this so now nexium this is documentary that you Spoiler and i alert,
1: rich people are human trafficking we broke th-
0: we broke this we did no uh, joke dude on the biscuits and gravy show uh, like a year ago where we started talking about nexium and way
1: before the brandings the brandings bro and how
0: that girl from uh small was it smallville, smallville yeah the girl from smallville was on there and I've also been watching Battlestar Galactica and it turns out there's a couple pe- a couple actors from the show Battlestar Galactica, which are also in that Nexium cult,
1: which ties into actors and actresses being a part of cults. I know. So what is about now this is just another reason, guys. Jared okay? Leto, man. And I'm not one of those LA types. You know that from the get go. I've been I've been saying it first, I've been saying it before anybody. I am not one
0: of those LA types, right? Now I'm That's why I'm saying Gary Sinise would be the because he does so much work with veterans and the military. And what is the military except a group of people that are that are learning to take orders and not ask questions and just do what you're told. I know. Oh lordy. I'm telling you, man, Gary Sinise, he might be our new, uh, our new fearless leader.
1: I, th- I think he's so good that he's fighting the
0: cults from the inside out. Good. Well, way to go, Gary Sinise. You're really uh, crushing he's crushing it. What is it, man? We people. love Gary Sinise. <sighs> uh, but anyway, so there's a documentary on the Nexium cult. Uh, it's called The Vow, mm-hmm. V-O-W. And there's going to be nine or ten episodes. It's actually going to be a, a long series. And they could make
1: it longer because there's so many dirty, dark secrets. These these elites, man, man, they, they try to get away with everything, and they're just human sex trafficking, and it's terrible, man.
0: Yeah. So the first uh, the first episode is available. Slavery still
1: exists. They were branding people, Vincent Foley, <laughs> branding them.
0: <laughs> I know, man. There's there's cults that do it's brand. It's nuts, able.
1: dude. It's nuts, bro.
0: So the first episode is available now of the Vow, and uh, I gotta say, I watched it. It was pretty good. It's it it kind of shows like it's the. The first episode of a por- of a cult documentary. I <laughs> almost said born. I almost said born. The first episode of a cult documentary is always like them showing how like oh this could make sense and this might actually be a positive thing and then it ends with them being and then things
1: started to get bad. You know what's bad when they so sh- they, next they blur week is somebody's voice and they're like oh man they they can't even show their face and release <laughs> how bad it is. <laughs>
0: I was touched inappropriately by the leader of Nexium. Uh, mo-
1: most of them, though. I mean, Nexium was older women, not older women, but, like, women of age, you could say. But a lot of these cults are
0: just like,
1: oh, yeah, we're going to brainwash you, and then you're going to... Let your kids touch Jesus, a.k.a. a bunch of old dudes. But
0: I have a feeling it's going to be pretty good. If uh, HBO's documentary about Scientology, Going Clear, Mm -hmm. is any indication, it's going to be pretty good. Their documentary on Scientology was fantastic. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend it.
1: Scientology, man. Very litigious people.
0: Oh, yes. And um, also, you can't talk about Scientology because they'll hire private investigators to follow you around and harass you. Yeah. And they'll... As we know on the Biscuits and, and Gravy they'll Show, they'll send bro. their cult members to your house to stand outside your house and, and yell stuff at you.
1: Yep, but they can choke on my biscuit, baby. They can choke on now, the biscuit. Now, so here's the thing with cults and, and sex trafficking. Uh, we all need to be a lot nicer to each other. And don't Please, push guys. away family members, okay? Because a lot of people get into the beginning part of Trafficked. It starts with, believe it or not, not always lizard people coming from in spaceships and kidnapping people. A lot of times it's actually family members or close members of the family, friends or family, that are the first wave of the kidnapping, right? And sometimes it's parents thinking, like, it's oh, totally they want to do it. something for it, right? A lot of Scientologists runaways, are, like, born a in A lot it. of cults target runaways, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a messy world. So all we're seeing is in the Biscuits and Gravy show is – if you want to fight it, you got to do a grassroots operation to start loving everyone around you a little bit more, okay? You have a friend that's on the outskirts. Invite them over for dinner. Don't have a big dinner. I'm not saying breaking COVID or anything, right? <laughs> but we got to fight these cult people, and it's going to start by all of us being a little bit nice. Is that and why Ameri- you had me over for dinner? And America <laughs> as a whole, we need to start educating people and treating mental disorders and making sure that we don't abuse the next generation and of kids. If
0: you're thinking about joining a religion and they tell you that you have to cut off ties with your friends and family, that's not a religion. That's a cult. Or the Church of Latter Day Saints. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's 100% a cult, guys. Yeah. So be careful. Uh, let's talk more about TV. that's that's where yeah. Let's <laughs> uh, watch Battlestar Galactica. If you've never seen it, definitely worth watching. If you have Hulu, we talked about Hulu a little bit. They got. Horror movies that they're producing. Yeah, into the dark every month. And then also, if you haven't seen Fargo, go watch Fargo immediately. Oh, season one, two, they got and three. All three seasons available on Hulu right now. Now I love Fargo. We the We started movie, watching it. We pounded it out say, like two the seasons. Series
1: might actually be better.
0: I don't know. I mean, I think it's on par with the movie, but there's so much more of the <sighs> series to love. Yeah. You know, just like uh, you know, you ever have an, a, a nice, uh, a nice plump, fat chick. It's just more to love. Never. There's <laughs> <laughs> just more to go around. Uh, on Prime, you can be watching Fleabag. I highly recommend watching Fleabag. There's only like six episodes per season, so you can get Have through Have you it seen pretty any movies quickly. you
1: just want to straight up spoil instead of teasing people about what to watch?
0: Um, I don't really. Ha- uh, we I already watched The Joker. American Spoiler Pickle. alert. Okay.
1: Uh he ends up being a psycho and kills everybody. <laughs>
0: Spoiler and, uh, alert, Joaquin Phoenix wins an Oscar. Yeah. He's
1: not starting a cult anytime soon, is he?
0: Mm, no, but I could see him starting a cult.
1: Are we doing events, please, on thirty seconds of March? Are we just gonna sprinkle that in through the whole show?
0: <laughs> I think I think that just needs to be woven into the fabric of today's episode. Jared
1: Leto is what if it's like not even a cult? He's just trying to like sell the makeup. Like he's like a Mary Kay guy. <laughs> he's just trying to sell all the makeup that goes on to him. I don't know he if he really so believes
0: that he is a savior. I think he's just doing what most religions do, which is make money. Just making money. Yeah. I think he they're just in it for the money, which is what all religions are. And uh, he's doing a pretty darn good job of it because they've he's, they've got a cult-like following. They've got their own island. They are already calling him a a prophet. They're paying him an extra 5K to be a VIP. And I went through a lot of 30 Seconds of Mars' albums and album art.
1: Wow, you really did your research on this. And it
0: turns out there's a lot of references to Jesus throughout all the albums. So they've kind of been laying the groundwork for this for quite some time.
1: And in concert, man, I mean... Ladies, dude, love
0: the Jared Leto man. They love the Jared Leto. Mm. Oh, also on Prime, uh, season two of the Boys is coming out on Christie's birthday, September, September fourth. fourth. Yeah. Nice. So if you've seen, have you seen season one of the Boys? I've seen parts of them. Definitely a great show. It's uh, it's their number one watched TV show, and the season two is coming out soon. So hopefully we'll be able to binge watch that soon. What enough. was that
1: other superhero show about b superheroes? The guy from the uh in it. He's like a monster. It's just his brain. He's a race car driver. He explodes. The guy from The Mummy.
0: Oh, that was um, Doom Patrol.
1: Doom? That one was funny. Was it? It was okay. That, that sounds, sounds like something episodes. Chris
0: Fight would say. <laughs>
1: Actually, it's funny. It's where they made me watch it.
0: I know. Uh, <laughs> I watched the first couple episodes of Doom Patrol. I didn't get into then it. Then you realize? Same it was thing not with uh, about on Doctor Doom on Netflix. <laughs> as soon as I found out it wasn't about Doctor Doom, I was like, "Wait a second! Come
1: on, this is Skynet." It took
0: me like three episodes to figure it out too. Um, <laughs> also, with the Umbrella Academy, it's the same thing. It's like a ragtag group of. Uh, superheroes that aren't conventional superheroes—they've got issues that they're trying to work through. Ugh, and it's too like, emo. I, it sounds like I a Thirty Seconds to Mars song. I was, yeah, Umbrella Academy should have Thirty Seconds to Mars in the soundtrack. Um, I, 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 like know, I watched Lord the first episode of War, where he has
1: to do like a fat line of cocaine <laughs> off the leather seat before he goes in.
0: There's just so. There's just so many of those uh, superhero. Whoa Shows
1: is me, I'm an emo girl.
0: Uh, I don't know. So uh, I got
1: multiple personalities. See, look at one of them as a unibrow.
0: According to Netflix, Umbrella Academy was the number one watched. <laughs> yeah, because if they say it's the, watch, it's
1: the number one watched, it's the number one watched.
0: We also watched the, the entire series of The Office, all nine seasons.
1: Dude, season seven sucks. I know everyone's like, Will Ferrell was funny in it. I get to see most what of the season. Was that season 7? I think 7 or 8. I don't Yeah, know. something
0: like that. Well, I mean, he's only in it for like half a season. Dude,
1: they are just treading water and blowing their budget having like all these cameos pop in.
0: I don't know. I thought I thought it was uh it was fun having Will Ferrell on the there. Jim and it, I think it was kind of cool because Philly. it was like it's they so were dumb. they they needed well, they needed to write um Steve Carell out of the show. And that was going to be a really hard hit for the show, so I think it was kind of nice to bring Will Farrell in and kind of help ease that transition a little bit. What did Steve
1: have going on? Was it that dumb Dane Cook movie?
0: No, no, I mean he was a movie star at that point already. He
1: started as a movie star. In fact, so season one, because he left the office way more in like between. The version. He
0: left it the show in between Anchorman One and Anchorman Two. So all that, that stuff that he did in between, a gap I think he in did. Those he had also done. Uh, he had also already done Forty Year Old Virgin, I think.
1: So Forty Year Old Virgin came out right around season one, and then season two they redid his character and told him to be way more like the Forty Year Old Virgin.
0: And uh, yeah, because uh, the in the British version of The Office, Ricky Gervais's character isn't very likable, and um, once Steve Carell made his character. Socially unaware of himself, but also still very cringe, but also also more of a lovable character. That's when the show really took off, and everybody kind of fell in love with Steve Carell. Um, but yeah, we watched all 69 hours of The Office, and I gotta say, thumbs up, man! So 138
1: episodes, right?
0: Something like that, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: they made it over the hundred. I like The Office, but I really only like Seasons 2 through 5 or 6.
0: Yeah. I mean, it, when I was watching it when it was on TV, that I stopped watching it around Season 7 or whatever. Once Pam gets pregnant, it's But now, sucks. going back and, and re-watching the last two seasons, especially the seasons with James Spader, James Spader is fantastic <laughs> in that show. So when they got bu- and they got bought
1: over, James Spader convinces them to give him a million dollars so he can save Eastern European gymnasts. <laughs>
0: Um. Yeah. It's just the the writing on the show is also consistently high throughout the entire series. So, um, I don't know. I I say definitely watch all of The Office if you haven't seen it all. I Go like back and Steve Carell when he was a Stephen
1: Colbert on The Daily Show. And they had segments together. That's way back in the day, dude. Yeah, Love it. They I were. It was funny. They
0: also both appeared in the uh, Dana Carvey show. No way. Together, yeah. They were both on the Dana Carvey show, which only lasted for about six episodes wow. before it was canceled by ABC. ABC and, and their divine wisdom. There is all. There's when was last time you saw anything on ABC? Um, Ever?
1: What's jag on? <laughs> They're on <like laughs> the ninetieth
0: season. Well, Jag is on CBS, I believe. Oh, you're so old. I bet you were in New Balances. you but, old fart. But Jagon is Jagon. actually the name of an alien uh, genitalia oh. from season four of South Park.
1: Clearly, <laughs> clearly. All right, well, else us got for spoiler Let's wrap it up, baby.
0: Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, I think that's it. Watch Nexium, the documentary. Um, other than that, oh, Chef's Table. If you have Netflix. I'll
1: Chef's Table. I've been watching man. Chef's
0: Table and I've been getting a lot of good ideas for stuff that I want to cook. Um, you want to dig a big pit. And, and so I recently I recently it. watched a, an episode about this lady who's a baker and she uh started is also a candlestick She maker? made a she made a panna cotta out of a you cereal milk, which is basically, you know, cereal milk is when you are done eating the cereal, you drink the milk and it tastes like cereal. Yeah. Um, well yeah. she made a panna cotta out of cereal milk. Uh. And so it was like a cornflake panna cotta. Uh. It made me want to eat it so bad. Uh. She also made something called a crack pie, which is like a pie that's got like a gooey oatmeal crust. Mm. And uh, she released a cookbook, and so I got the recipe for it, so I think I might make that sometime this week. I would love oatmeal crusts on pies. That sounds great. And I do. And I like stuff that's gooey. Well, uh, this is such a cooking and comedy show, even entertainment
1: crosses over with gluttony. But you hear that, Chuck? Oh, this is the dark, returning a dark corner on the gravy train. I'm full.
0: I am full of. Thanks for
1: tuning in to KAKUKAK 88.5, the Voice of Maui. This is the Biscuits and Gravy Show. We just finished talking about spoiler alert, what TV shows to watch. Now it's time for a little bit of conspiracy, bro.
0: So I don't have too much for Conspiracy Cookbook, but there's one real and one. Um, not as real yeah. <laughs> conspiracy it's that we're going to cover. <laughs> uh, so sometimes we we talk about tongue-in-cheek conspiracies, um, but also sometimes Especially in we, the cattle industry. Some talk, sometimes we talk about very serious stuff like lizard people, of course. And there is one real. We've we've talked a lot on the show about the USPS, the the postal service and the mail. Yes, we were talking about how you got to microwave your mail because the government is sending people coronavirus through the mail and they're using mail to get people coronavirus stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but then that was back in the day when there actually <laughs> the was the, when there actually was no real conspiracies about the Postal Service. But now there actually is a real conspiracy concerning the postal service, which is going on right now. Do you wanna talk about that? So all about it, Vincent Fodi thanks so much man. Now first of all Trump man, Trump
1: is so smart. I gotta put on my serious hat for this. I gotta set your ovens to 420, everybody. Grab put on, the tin foil. I gotta
0: put on my formal tin foil. It's
1: time
0: for conspiracy <laughs> cookbook. So Donald Trump recently appointed a new postmaster general.
1: Yes, he did, very recently, and
0: uh, he's. I, I'm gonna go ahead and
1: sworn in in June.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and assume that he was highly qualified. So as
1: it turns out. You know, uh, Betsy Davos, the person who's completely unqualified to run the education department?
0: Well, she was qualified who, to run the education department because she's the sister of the guy that owns Blackwater. Yeah, so, all right. <laughs>
1: and then, you know how he put, like, a coal-burning guy with two six-guns in the heart of the uh, EAP?
0: Right, like, the like. If you're a Republican and you want somebody to run the EPA, you want somebody who is an enemy of the EPA, who wants to dismantle the EPA. Yes.
1: So it turns out, as par for the chorus, Trump, uh, this whole thing about the Postal Service. In an interview, he didn't know any questions about it. Like, how do you lick an, an envelope? He's like, I, ref- on the advice of my counsel, I will not answer this question.
0: And it's how much does a stamp cost? It's also it's an interesting choice of words. Because, like, the EPA, the people that they put in charge of the EPA figuratively dismantled the EPA. Yeah. But the guy that they put in charge of the post office, the new postmaster general, is, physically, is, is literally physically. dismantling the post office. Where they went in there and they said, you know what? We need to make the post office more efficient. So how can we make the post office run better? Getting Let's rid of sorting
1: machines. Getting
0: rid of the mail sorting machines and literally dismantling new postal service sorting machines and putting them in the trash. Trump is just going to put, like, Miss Cleo
1: in charge of sorting these things out. <laughs> now, some <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, Now some people are <laughs> you saying... you bad Jamaican accent. Some people are saying that this is so that Trump is helping to fight the postal service because... Well, it's a big consp- government, bro. Because Anyone knows that
1: privatized industry can do things better than public because industry. we need to
0: privatize industry. But uh, some people are saying, I'm hearing that some people are saying that Donald Trump is doing it because they want to they want to de incentivize people being able to cast their ballots by mail. Yeah, because Trump has actually
1: gone on a record saying like this would be bad for the Republican Party if you could vote by mail.
0: Right, because yeah, Republicans have have just come out and openly admit it that the more people that are able to vote the worse it is for their chances of winning the election Yep. so I mean mean, this isn't even a conspiracy this is something that they've openly admitted to
1: but they know that the people that vote are just a bunch of idiot libtards okay who with their LA degrees and like want to help people out they're just going to ruin it for people who are the business makers of America, and they know what's best.
0: Right, and so if uh, if people don't, people aren't going to want to go out to vote as much because of their fear of COVID and, and being, Got in, a microwave or mail, being in highly populated places. So what they're trying to also, do is— Also, you know who
1: can't lick envelopes?
0: People without tongues. Lizard people. <laughs> they would just get stuck to it. Their tongues are too strong, it would destroy the envelope. Destroy. <laughs> <laughs> or they could lick it from like across the room. Kind of cool. <laughs> lick it from across the room. <laughs> like Gene Simmons. So as
1: it turns out, one of America's best presidents. So much that he is on two forms of currency.
0: Andrew Jackson? No. Isn't that funny though? Andrew <laughs>
1: Jackson's like a mass murderer racist guy, and we have him the most popular bill ever, twenties. Yeah. All right. Like, anyway, let's not
0: go into that. America's weird, dude. So you're so Abraham Lincoln is who you're talking about.
1: Abraham Lincoln, bro. Why are you bringing him up? He was a postmaster general.
0: Oh, my goodness. Man, so. And what means
1: freedom more than Abraham Lincoln?
0: Imagine how much conservatives hate Abraham Lincoln. Not only was he pro-male, but he also freed the slaves Two things that conservatives hey! are against.
1: They're like, no. They're Why like, would we do no, that? No, we
0: should have not freed the slaves. Mm-hmm. And we should not have male. Oh, my God. So, I don't know. It's uh, A lot of people are kind of upset about this because they're literally making it harder for people to vote by mail, which is going to just disincentivize people from voting, which is going to help the Republicans. So.
1: But Vince, we all know that there's point zero zero two three five chance of someone having, well, I'd say mail voter fraud, but it turns out that it's like just mislabeled they wrong. It's not. People aren't really doing fraud
0: that much. The man. only documented cases of actual voter fraud were c- were committed by Republicans. <laughs> yeah, all these dead people voting. It's funny because the most most of the time, what Republicans do is they'll accuse somebody what of something that they're doing want. themselves. What Republicans
1: What Republicans do?
0: Um, they they accuse people of stuff that they themselves are guilty of. Wait a minute!
1: You're telling me that when Republican senators are super homophobic, they're really just like blowing fourteen year old dudes.
0: Yeah, uh, and that has been documented time are and time again. Are telling me
1: that when Republican cops just want law and order, all they do is disenfranchise the poor and get rid of their rights?
0: Right, and so par for the course. Um, when the Republicans want to want to commit voter fraud. They uh, they accuse Democrats of committing voter fraud, and then it turns out it was actually them. Oh my God! Isn't that so crazy?
1: What if Space Force is actually pro lizard instead of anti lizard? Uh oh. Oh my god! It's getting too hot in this tinfoil hat, bro. It's getting too hot in this tinfoil
0: hat. Good thing we're in the AC, because my noggin will be cooking right now. Uh, Good thing we're not in the AOC. (laughs) (sighs) All right, let's let's not talk about these real conspiracies. Let's get into some fun stuff. All right, cool. What do you know about TikTok? Oh my lord! Let's talk about the old TikTok. Let's talk about
1: TikTok, baby. Now, as we all know, there's been a lot of forms. We've been indoctrinated. by the communists and by the left. By the Chinese. In this media, okay? The media makes us do think right now. So remember, all like 12 years ago, right? There was chat roulette, right? It indoctrinated us on short clips of strangers, uh-huh. okay? Then there was Vine,
0: short clips of strangers going viral, as they say. Then there was Quibi. 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 <laughs> which i don't think anybody actually knows what quibi really is but it's short it's short it's short <laughs> then what was the other one the yellow one you can
1: it's not tiktok snapchat Snap, snapchat right which is how you get into the sex which industry is which how is nice. how you become a,
0: a highly paid porn star
1: right now tiktok Applesauce. give a dog bone tiktok man is it is it that genius like do you think china created it to spy on people or china creates like 30,000 things and then one of them works they're like Oh, this is why we have backdoors to spy on people.
0: Yeah, I mean, TikTok wasn't even supposed to be like a a short video thing. It was supposed to be something where well, it was a like Paroscope a it was, was like the a, worst. it was that like a karaoke app, right? Didn't it start off as a karaoke app where they play a song and you sing along to the song and you record TikTok, yourself? TikTok like a right? metronome, right? I believe so. Right, but people TikTok s- like a metronome. But then people stopped. Uh, using the karaoke aspect of it and just started using it to as like a video sharing platform. Well then it turned out that we found out that there was all these back doors and all And we're not talking morning would hear people. It turned out that this is a tech
1: term for the tic- communists a TikTok, spying on us.
0: It turned out that TikTok was collecting everybody's data, like vast amounts of data and giving it directly now, to the Chinese government.
1: Musketeers, you should know that most apps that you use, right,
0: including Facebook,
1: anything that's free, you're the product. They're stealing information from you, okay?
0: Right, you pay for it with your You think with the your birds outside data?
1: are free? No, they're just there to steal information from you.
0: And so the only reason that TikTok exists is to steal people's data and give it to the Chinese government. It
1: turns out when you turn your camera off, it doesn't actually turn your camera off. It could still be watching you. Now that's watching, waiting, commiserating!
0: Now that's that's fine, I guess, if you want to give your data to China, that's your prerogative. But who's who's got to watch all that pocket? But then the, the government had to uh, the military made it illegal for anybody in the military to have TikTok on their on their government phones because they discovered that all that there was all these backdoors that were collecting data and sending it directly to China. Um, And we
1: all know that the COVID-TikTok correlation, we've already gone over this in other weeks of Biscuits and Gravy, there's a direct correlation between the rise of TikTok and the rise of COVID, and where do they both come from? They
0: both come from China. China. And so we actually talked about that on the air a couple weeks ago, where we talked about how is it possible that... TikTok is causing the coronavirus. Goodness gracious, great walls of China. uh, It also happens to correlate with the release of 5G internet in China. Of course. And we all know that 5G internet activates the nanobots inside the mandatory vaccines that the Chinese government and Bill Gates is trying to uh, inject into us with mandatory vaccines. And the 5G internet activates those nanobots and turns on the coronavirus which is another reason why you shouldn't have TikTok, but that's neither here nor there. No. So then a bunch of people on TikTok. Now, tic- TikTok's
1: also bad, though, because now, TikTok you can watch, like, you can put, like, a bunch of, like, like 12-year-old cheerleaders together, right? And you can, like, search for it. Like, it's not a problem. I think you're like, thinking
0: of cuties on Netflix. No. Oh, that's <laughs> another thing, too.
1: But, no, TikTok is getting in trouble, too, because, you know.
0: Well, you anyway, know. TikTok, uh, basically, it's just a, a video-sharing platform, and it has gotten super popular, And they used the TikTok platform uh, to get a bunch of people together to troll Donald Trump by buying out a lot of or reserving a lot of tickets to one of his rallies. Right. So then when he showed up to his rally, uh, expecting there to be like 20,000 people there, there was only like, I don't know, like 500 people. Which is
1: similar to like the 50 cent
0: Ja Rule thing. (laughs) And, And then coincidentally. Uh, uh, shortly after that, Donald Trump decided to ban TikTok.
1: No, oh, not only did he ban TikTok, but he went almost like he's a lunatic who doesn't know what he's talking about. It's so weird. He had this rant one day, and <laughs> we're like, "Oh, how about like the you know Security Council?" And he's just like, "TikTok, we're now, banning TikTok."
0: To be fair to Donald Trump, I don't think that there was a correlation between them messing with his rally and Damn. him banning TikTok. I think he's doing it as a way to kind of strong-arm China because I think he's using it as a bargaining tool to kind of have more leverage against China and Chinese But businesses. China
1: has all the leverage on us because now they know. They got
0: one hand in their pocket and the other hand's watching us on TikTok. The other one's giving a high five. <sighs> TikTok, um, bro. So TikTok! I, so I don't really know what Trump's motivation Bisciteers, is behind...
1: let this be known that it's just the power as it be want another way to surveil you, man. They want another way to without your permission to study you, okay? Now, are,
0: now is this is this also sort of one of those things where it's like they say that they're gonna ban guns, but then it just Riles of people to get more guns. But then people go out and buy guns in record numbers because they're afraid they're gonna take it away. Yeah. So is is Donald Trump just saying that he's gonna ban TikTok because he's secretly getting paid by the Chinese government and and by saying that he's gonna ban it is forcing people to defend it and download it in record numbers? No, because he's you a think fan it's of reverse other psychology.
1: He's not a fan of China communists, he's a fan of Russia communists.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Putin's not doing speeches on TikTok, I'll tell you that much. Uh, yeah, that's true. Now,
1: here's what I worry about, Vincent Fodi. I know you've brought up a lot of great, solid, well-thought-out points, okay? Well, do but you this is what I'm worried about, and I'm just asking a question here. I'm just asking a We're just a question, asking okay? questions, people. Let's say you were an evil, demonic, shape-shifting lizard overlord, right? Right. And you want to be a better shape-shifter so you're not getting caught you know, stealing kids or taking over the world, being a part of the UN, the New World Order, right? Okay? How would you get better at becoming more human?
0: By watching short clips By of By
1: studying people, man. Uh,
0: more well, human than human. That makes a lot of sense. Well, th- I mean, I also believe We're just that, asking the questions here. I also believe that they're using these algorithms to gather, to gather information about people just like in Westworld, so that they can create clones of us and replace us with robots, just like they're replacing chefs in restaurants with robots that can flip burgers.
1: Yep, more on that next week on What the Chuck.
0: <laughs> you sent me that link. It's a, it was a link uh, to an article about robots. That, his name is Flippy! His name is Flippy, and he's a hamburger-flipping robot. And you know what? If, if the robot uh, insurrection leads to us having faster burgers, maybe it's not such a bad thing. Mm. You, you burger think? flipping robot. Now, here's a question for you, Chuck. Is it a slippery slope <laughs> if we allow the government to ban apps? Because look at... um China! Look, look India! At, India's banned TikTok, bro! Uh, well, a lot of places have banned TikTok on because of security issues. But look at places like, remember when they had the Arab Spring and all those people in Arab countries were protesting? Oh, my God. They were coordinating their protests on Twitter, and the government went and banned Twitter. And and sh- tried to shut down the internet. So I mean, if if we allow the <laughs> like government that to, I
1: Spring. is just like it's like a rejuvenation, though. But really, it's education, man. That's what the government fears the most is people being properly educated. Right, and that's why it's ever more important. And that's to tune why. In that's to why. Educational shows like Biscuits and Gravy.
0: That's why a moronic billionaire is in charge of all the is in charge of. In education in this country. Yeah. Betsy DeVos is a moron who doesn't know how to run schools. Complete moron. And she has no teaching experience, and she's in charge of the the entire educational system. Her
1: kids only went to, like, private schools that they write about. And catch her on the Rye. It's all like, part. That's how
0: elite. <laughs> it's all part of the anti-intellectualism that's being propagated in this country. As and fear, as you, fear. It's it's ridiculous how many people demonize education and and now like. Oh, I don't want to be indoctrinated by being, the school. Yeah, being educated now is some somehow a political thing. <sighs> I know it's terrible, man. More about that next week. Hey,
1: I, that's all we got. I think for. Uh, for today, man. It's time to take off the tinfoil, turn off the oven. I got a little worked up, bro. Got a little worked up. All right, time to take a breather.
0: Today's show is presented in part by Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. Today's show is brought to us by Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. Hit me with that Buffalo song one more time.
1: And today's show is presented in part by Bruce Springsteen's
0: String Beans. Hey Vince, they're grown in the USA. I was. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Got a big project to tackle. It's Hammer Time. Bruce Springsteen's String ah. Beans now available. At new location on <laughs> Thunder Road. And also, of course, my favorite, John Ham's pork products. If it's not ham, it's not pork. It's not pork. All right, you ready to get into my favorite segment, Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo? Oh, it's such a great show here, man! It's so great to be back. Oh, I love so this unwind thing with, thing so much. with a little trivia. Now, finally, have t- 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 some <laughs> fun. T-
1: only, only we unwind with like Earl
0: Grey and Jeopardy, right? <laughs> 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 All right, so Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. Question one. Our first question today comes from Melanie in Huntington, West Virginia. Melanie wants to know. Who played who was the voice of Iago in the Disney animated film Aladdin? Iago, remember Iago the parrot? Oh, right. Who was who played the voice? <sighs> oh my god,
1: he has of, an annoying high-pitched voice. Of Iago the
0: parrot. He is in Problem Child. He was also the voice of the Aflac duck. Aflac. <laughs> Aflac before he got um he got he got canceled. Are right, you give up? Yeah, I give up. All right, it was Gilbert Gottfried.
1: Oh my God!
0: <laughs> What's eating Gilbert Gottfried? Gilbert Gottfried, of course, the voice of Iago in Aladdin. Uh, our second uh, question. Uh, that was a softball, and I got it <laughs> wrong. Our second question comes from Alan in San Diego, California. Alan brain dead, man. Alan wants to know what is the name of the computer in 2001: Space Odyssey? Open the pod bay doors.
1: Oh, it's uh, Hal.
0: Hal is yeah. absolutely correct. <coughs> Hal 9000, to be specific. Kevin uh, Spacey
1: was a Hal in that movie Moon. He was the computer in it.
0: You know what? I think I've seen that movie, but I don't remember anything about Spoiler it. Spoiler alert! He's his own clone. <laughs> Wait, what was the movie where he was an alien? Alien. Oh, my God. K-Packs? K-Packs, dude. (laughs) 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 K-Packs sounds like a birth control. All right. Uh, You ready for our third question? Yeah. Our third question. You got one out of two so far. Oh, my God. Our last question comes from Stan and Haiku. Gilbert Godfrey. Stan, and as you know, our third question is always a sports question. Because sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Stan and Haiku wants to know, Tanya Harding... (laughs) <laughs> Set up an assault on what figure skater in 1994? Uh, Tanya Harding. God, I, she arranged for her to be kneecapped with a crowbar. That movie's good. It was, too. Like, a b- it was like a baton. Yeah, I, Tanya, was pretty good. Really good. What was um, the name of the figure skater that she, she was had kind of kneecapped? Up. I give up, man. I don't know. That was Nancy Kerrigan. Uh, I now, no way Nancy I Kerrigan. And that also means that that's the end of our show. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Today's show is brought to us by Little John's Mate Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to the walls. And also by Manny Pacquiao's Backpacks. When you need a quality backpack... Back, Pacquiao. And
1: of course, uh, Biscuits and Gravy was presented apart by Alex Scar's Guard, Anti Scar Cream, Guard <laughs> Against Scar, Scar's Guard, Scar's Guard.
0: Wow, great reading on that, Chuck. <laughs> and listeners like you, and thanks for tuning
1: out. into the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Thanks for making us Maui's number two radio program. Thanks for making our Spotify members skyrocket, baby.
0: Skyrockets in flight. Afternoon delight. Afternoon delight. And with thanks, Vincent Cody, for letting
1: me do this in your air conditioning. Oh, it feels gonna so go good. I'm going to go get a day drunk at the beach. And for me to you, hello!
0: <laughs> 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 yes. Gimme gravy.